Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. How was the West one, my man? How was it one? <laughs> uh, you know what? By laying the lumber right at the goal line. You always got to stake your claim, man. And they said that this is my property. I own this. That's how it was won. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. And they definitely lowered the boom. Shout out to your man Greenlaw. You've been talking about him all year, ED. And he comes up with the stop. The stop we've all been warning and talking about and clamoring for really for the last I don't know few weeks or so uh better better part of of December really we've been talking about it and they finally get the stop they do so at the link up in the Pacific Northwest to uh to seal the deal for the NFC West championship and to get the number one seed in the playoffs home field advantage throughout um that's a big win. It's a bit. It's huge. It's big, huge. Big win. Big, big win. And, and that stop. All of it. Everything that happened and the way it happened. Uh, you know, and having to fight through that. At no point, even the way the game started off. At no point did I think Seattle was going to go away because Seattle doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. That's just not who they are. That's not how they play. That's not how they're built. Uh, that's not. You, you know. You know what I mean. That's just that team. They don't. They never go away. They're never out of a game. And it's rare that they beat themselves. You have to really beat them. And, it's, you know, it's rare that you're going to find them like Atlanta found, found them, where, you know, every team is going to have that bad day. It's rare that you find them on that where everybody is just messing up at the same time. So you're all, they're always going to be at it. And the win, the, up the hostile environment with something that matters. Um, and the team that you are playing, it's, I mean, it's a division rival. A, a real rivalry stands between those two teams because they're starting to play games that actually matter. Um, and you have players in, in those uniforms that really feel that way. And, and to win that one, I, I like it. It's it's the type game that they need because there's some guys that need to see that atmosphere. And I know we're going to talk about a couple of those guys that need to understand what that atmosphere is like, plays you have to make, the importance of making those plays, how it can bite you if you don't make plays in that atmosphere. Because right now, everything matters, man, in those games. You got to show up. Time to get on some game balls. Okay. Like we do. Uh, you start. You start. All right. Well, you know, there there was the whole uh, Debo Samuel thing. He had, uh, he loves playing against Seattle. I, I think we we figured that part out. Um, he, I think he just loves playing, but yeah, you know, he, he does. We but, can put it on Seattle. But he he he's he's had he he had kind of a, a coming out party, if you will, uh, the first meeting, and then this matchup, he 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 backed it up. But um, you know, I 
as well as Debo played, as as well as as productive as the offense was going into there in that, that hostile environment and, and, and putting some points up on that Seattle defense early and, and pretty much often, um, I got to give my game ball to the entire defense. I got to. Just for the simple fact that still shorthanded, um, on the road, you're, you're going up against the MVP candidate, um, these last few weeks, I feel like, the last month or so, all these games have kind of gone down to the wire, um, gone down to last second plays, and we've talked about it week in and week out, and, and you said it. You said this defense is going to have to make a stop when the game is on the line. Um, they had they had an opportunity against Atlanta, and just by an inch or so, uh, Julio was able to, to, to sneak the yep. ball across the goal line. Uh, they had an opportunity against the Rams. They didn't let him in the end zone, but they allowed him to tie the game with a field goal. Um, and, but they did it this week. I mean, by by inches. It's a game of inches, they say. And it certainly was that. And they got the stop that they needed. Um, regardless of how close it was or, or how, how close Seattle came to finding the end zone, they didn't on that final drive. The defense was able to hold them. So I got to give them their props. I got to tip my hat to them. They stood up. They made a championship uh, save, a championship stop there to, to take home the NFC West up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so they, they get my game ball. Okay, well, I can't give a game ball to the entire defense, but I, I see where you're going. We'll talk about the entire defense on my end uh, a little bit later. I, you know, mine, I'm giving a, a, a ball, and I had this discussion earlier uh, in the week before. Joe Staley. Oh. Uh, Joe Staley Joe Staley got his ass handed to him the first time they played Seattle. Is that what happened? Uh, it, 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 no, I don't know what you call it. I, I, I don't know what else to call it. I, 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 I called it a, a rough night last week. Oh, okay, you call, you call it a rough you, night. You said okay, that's Grant, what you call okay. it. <laughs> so oh, okay. You're, 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 a little, you're a little more blunt than I am. That's okay. I'm, that's okay. I'm because just, that other... I'm just calling what I hey, saw. Hashtag he, facts only. Facts only. He, he, I mean, that was it. He, he, he did. He, he got did. his ass handed to him. He did. But, I mean, that's, I think if you ask Joe, he's going to say he got his ass handed to him that night. It's, it's real. I mean, a player knows. Some days you have it. Some days you don't. And, and he didn't have it that day. It was his first game back. But I was saying, moving forward, especially since you've lost your center, um, and we know how important that interior is, and you have Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback that likes to stand in the pocket and survey the field. He doesn't do a lot of roll. Yes, they can roll him out, but he does most of his damage truly between the tackles, where he's going to stand there and he'll hold the ball on, uh, you see that he's brave enough to take the hit, to take that extra beat, that extra second to wait for a guy to come open. So, the, but but without that, with that center going down, you're still going to have to help in in that interior. The only way you can do that, you're going to have to have someone left alone, and the guy that you want to leave alone has to be your Pro Bowl tackle. And I needed Joe Staley to start playing like, and you know, he's, and I was hoping, has he played himself back into shape, back into his timing, back into being at the level that we've seen him play at and you expect him to be at. And he had one of those type games. He, he was out there a lot one-on-one -on -one with the same guy that handed it to him. And he was able to hold it down all night long, which, uh, which 
it was obvious it allowed the line to slide in another direction and protect in different aspects that was that gave Seattle's defense problems and and it worked the Niners were able to get more points and win this game because of his effectiveness so that's where I'm going I I I think Joe Staley came out and he played a hell of a game in an environment and at a time where you needed your stars to show up and be stars dude was shining man he was that he was that He, he he definitely was a star he definitely uh, did did a good job of, of being able to keep Jimmy G upright, and um, yeah, it it was it, it was a stark uh, difference from what happened at Levi's when these two teams met earlier this year, because uh, he he had a rough one, and he's had a few rough subsequent weeks. If if we're being you know completely honest, um, well, but part of it's just getting back in shape. It's just getting back to playing speed because that's the thing about it. And people always forget about that. You don't think about it because you're watching your team. You're you're into your colors. You're watching your team. You're going week to week, and you're and your emotions ride with the ebb and the flow. But a player gets hurt, and uh, everyone expects a team to come out. And you think about it in preseason. If guys aren't playing well in preseason, everyone will chalk it up to rust, and they have to get themselves back into football shape and back up to speed. Well, if you get injured. And you miss three, four, five, six weeks. It's, it, trust me, it's like starting over. But remember, everybody else is already at that pace, and you have to catch. You got to catch up on the run. Up. And we and we saw what happened. We saw an all pro, a pro bowler step out there on the field with another pro bowler, and and one had been playing half a season and the other one hadn't. And you saw what happened. Yeah. That's and that. that's and that's that's the game. It's it's hard when you miss time. It's hard. That's why it's so amazing when you can get guys to just come back out and and just step up and play and be ready to go. It was kind of the same with me. It was the beast mode thing, where I said I didn't really think beast mode was going to have a major effect on the game because, uh, you know, what this game was built on. It, you know, the, it's it's that brutality, and that brutality takes conditioning, and what did I say? Physically and mentally. Yeah. It, 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 it's he's tough. He's gonna be tough, but he hasn't been doing it. He hasn't been he hasn't been football tough. So I, I didn't I didn't think that he was gonna be a major factor, and I and I don't I really don't think he was a major. I know he scored, but you know I don't think he was a major factor in the football game. Yeah, aside from that one touchdown, I mean he had he had a couple of of runs that you know got the crowd excited up there uh-huh. in, in seattle but, but, but i i agree you, with you yeah, yeah nothing nothing yeah, major yeah, or, or yeah. game changing uh, uh, well uh, nothing where you had to go to the sideline and say okay we have to adjust we got to make adjustments to stop beast mode yeah. we can't play our defense yeah i mean that, in actuality it was i mean we there was so much talk about beast mode during the week and and turban as well but in, in actuality um it, it was homer the rookie uh, who who got you know the, who did the most damage um, on the uh, ground? Yeah, on the ground. Beastmo got the most carries, but Homer uh, had had more yards than than all of them. nearly Lynch. Uh, well, more than Lynch, obviously he had ten carries, sixty two yards. Um, even though Lynch was the one that scored the touchdown, Marshawn ended up with twelve carries uh, in the game. But um, well, you know what? This is why people should listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so and I know shortly you'll tell them everywhere where they can. You, well, everybody should know by now because you're listening. You know where to find us. Find us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us. That's right. Wherever you just wherever you just found us. We're there. That's right. So just just keep listening. Subscribe. That's it. Like it. Let us know. We 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 will listen and keep tweeting because you see. Every now and then I'll just go back and I'll have a Q&A for, you know, an hour or so. And so if you listen to the pod, you'll hear it in a QA, and a I'll answer. And I told everyone that when asked who was going to have the bigger night, I said Moster. And for as far as who you should be concerned with on the Seattle's deep, um, Seattle's offense, well, it's, it's, it's the same guy, Russell Wilson. Russell is the guy that you, that you had to stop, and and that's pretty much the way the game played out. Yeah, but you know we're smart like that. We try to be. He, I mean, he's something special, right? I mean that that one that one play late in the game where the pressure was coming in on him, and he kind of ducked and got out of it, and was able to yeah. complete the pass downfield. It's like, whoa, this this guy. Oh my gosh. Um, well, it's like that, yeah. There's just nothing you can do when he yeah. gets that way. Nothing. When he starts making plays, you know, he, you know, the guy he'll he'll ball out, and there's nothing you can do when he decides to ball out. Yeah. Well, speaking of balling out, he did. Oh, speaking of balling out, I, I see where you're going right there. But, you know, I have no – you know what? This is the thing, man. It's it's 2020 now. It's 20 – so, new year. It's a new me. It's a new you. So, let's talk about some new balls, man. <laughs> you ready for that? Uh, we're going there. Yeah, yes, we're going there. Man, listen up. Listen up. I mean, you know, that, that low below the waist pro, it's got to go. That's 2019, man. So if you're going to pick a New Year's resolution, start off by taking care of your junk. It's, it's really easy. That's what you need to do. And Manscaped is going to make it really easy for you with all their new grooming products. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So there are two, ty- two types of guys out there. And Rashawn, you have to tell me which one you are. There are two types of guys. There's the guy that has that have had a NAD accident or they are going to have a cutting NAD accident. Which one are you? I I I admit I I've had one. I've had oh, one. See, yeah. See that yeah. and that see that that's exactly what I'm talking about, man. That's why Manscaped is redesigned. Talk about uncomfortable. Trigger. My gosh. That's yeah yeah you, that that it stings it stings. But yeah. but listen to me, listen to me. We can fix that. That's why the man. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a new Lawnmower 2.0, and it has proprietary skin-safe technology. So the trimmer, listen to this, it will not nick or snag your nuts, plain and simple. So that accident, that manscaping accident you had, man, it's a thing of the past. You don't have to worry about it. And this is the other thing, man. I, I got to let you know, it's time to get the tools for the job. Because you can't use the same razor and trimmer on your face that you use on your nads. That's just nasty. Yeah. I've seen some of you guys' beards. I know how dirty they are. They are. I can't imagine your junk. So you don't use the same one on your face. And Manscaped also has crop preserver. Now, it may sound like a plane flying over the field, dusting things off, but it's close. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Yes, I said a ball deodorant. You already put deodorant under your armpits. So why are you sitting here thinking, like, why would I put them on the smelliest part of your body? Why wouldn't you put it on the smelliest part of your body? That's what I'm asking you. So check this out. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code BELIEVE at manscaped.com. And that's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. You should know that because you're on our, pod, on our pod right now. And so you can start your new year off the right way. 
using the best tools for the job, and your balls will absolutely thank you. They will thank you the entire year. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code believe at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code believe. Take care of your nads. Take care of your balls. It's playoff time. You don't want to fumble. New year, new you. That's right. That's right. New year, uh, new opportunity, new season here. For the Niners as they get ready to head to the playoffs after a big-time win up in the Pacific Northwest uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, securing the number one seed in the in the NFC playoffs and home field advantage throughout, finishing the regular season with a 13-3 record. They knocked off Seattle 26-21. to uh, Marcel Harris uh, almost made me uh, pass out. Uh, for the second consecutive week, there was a play to be made, <laughs> and, and and God bless him, he 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 just didn't. Make, and this this one was a little bit tougher than the play last week against the Rams. You know, this one he he would have had to secure it in the end zone. I believe it was second and goal. He would have had to secure it in the end zone and uh-huh. you know execute a little toe drag swag. Yeah, get the, get, get um, the feet down. Yeah, gotcha. and and so that that that's that's asking for a lot. But I'm like, man, you gotta make this play. And I I, I recall well, it was no, a similar situation last week against the Rams. It, it was it was it was a ball in his hands for the taking. And um and he didn't make the play and and the Rams ended up getting a field goal out of it. Um, thankfully this time it did not come back to haunt them. But yeah, um, I will say this but, but, about but, but, wait, Hold on, hold on, though, hold on. That's see, that's pretty tough. Now the one against the Rams, I I get it. This one Sunday night, you just said I, I started having that, flashbacks though. Ed, I was that like, would oh, no, not again. But but he did make that play. Now if he had been able to torque his body and do some type of contortion and stuff to get his toes down. And, you know, even with all – think about the contact that was made on that play to secure the catch, you know, contort his body, get his get his feet in, understand where he is on the field. And, you know, all those things happen in that split moment, in that split second. That would have been just – that would have been tough. Been, it that would have no, it would have been like just incredible. That that would have been like an all time. That would have been like the Odell Beckham catch to be able to 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 do all of that in that situation. Because the ball, the the way the ball was thrown, it was it was going to be tough for a receiver to stay in bounds. Yeah, so, yeah, he, he I mean, had was, some people under, underneath his feet. Yeah, I I'll say this about Marcel because he. He kind of thrust it into the situation, you know. You got yeah. injuries and whatnot in, in the secondary. Um, we've seen him improve week in and week out, and I, I think he was a huge factor on Sunday, especially against the run. I mean, he he comes up, he likes contact. Obviously, he comes up, he does a really good job against the run. At least he did so on Sunday night, and so. But that that play almost made me lose it, man. I'm screaming. My daughter's looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, I was like, oh, not, I, I, and you just feel like, and the ball's right there on the doorstep. You just feel like, okay, you, you give Russell another chance, and and he's going to make you pay for it. Um, but they gave the Niners a gift um, with that that uh, delay of game. How do how do you get a delay of game in that situation? I, that is incredible. That is incredible. That you look at you look at what you have under center. And on the sideline as a head coach in that situation, yeah. and you tell me that some of that Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson combined 
allowed the clock to go down. It was insane. Like, they were oblivious to what was happening in that situation. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to bring Marshawn in, and he comes in, and then the, the crowd's going wild, and um, obviously a huge miscommunication. Next thing you know, the play clock is at zeros. I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, what are they doing here? But And that and that right there cost them. It was that, so casual, I thought maybe they yeah. had, they did it intentionally just because they had a play and they they, they needed a little bit more Absolutely. extra room. Can I, tell, can I tell you the same thing? I was watching that game and I, and I was looking at that and I said they must have uh, they must have some scripted um, plays for this situation. Like maybe there's some two point plays that they have that they think will work in this situation extremely well. Like they must want to throw the ball. Yeah. Like if there's something because they had been having success throwing the ball and we'll get to that. So I, I that's what I thought as well. You know, so, and, and then there's the play, right? Uh, Hollister makes the catch. I mean, you talk about, Inches. I mean, they they well, there they were, they, they were man, inside you know the inside the one yard line, and yeah. it, you just talk about it being a game of inches, and just how different it was, right? Julio catches it. He's parallel to Jimmy Ward, and so when Jimmy Ward hits him and goes low, he falls backwards mm-hmm. into the end zone. For less, his perpendicular. To, yep. to to Greenlaw and so Greenlaw takes him out pretty much upstairs. Um, yeah, he hits him flush upstairs yeah. and he can't there. Yeah, and and and, and he, he 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 falls you know flat right there just inside uh, the one <laughs> but, yard line. Can I say something though? Also, there's some s- simple physics involved in that as well though. But go ahead, do- <laughs> Doctor Davis. I'm all ears. Geomet- there's geometry, but there is some simple physics. I mean, you just look at the size of the wide receiver and the size of Greenlaw. <laughs> so once you come in there, I mean, you, you know, it just wasn't e- honestly, it wasn't equal force, and that's just the, that's just the thing to survive on the football field. It was like me playing corner at 185. If I had to take on, uh, if I had to take on Larry Allen, you know, pulling guard, you know, a 300 pounder coming around. Yeah, which Steve White said that you did too, by the way. We we've never revisited well, yeah, this, but. but but the thing about it, the thing about it again, is simple physics. Now I'm faster than you, so I'm if. So for the only way that I'm going to even out that force is that I'm going to have to come fast because if I decide to go slow, I'm going to end up like a bug on a windshield. So you can decide which one you want because either way it's going to hurt. So that's what happens. So now I'm faster. So I can, I, if I go at you with full force, yes, it's going to hurt, but it's a stalemate because my speed when combined with my weight will equal out to your your excess weight plus your speed Man. your your you know you know minus speed so that's that's the way you have to play the game so greenlaw he basically he that's what i'm saying it was some physics involved you know compared to and the same with jimmy and julio <laughs> you know larry had to be about four bills right i mean he was listed at three uh, something no no, but... he was three. no no he, he was probably no. he was probably 315 320 something like that really that was it. But, I mean, there were some big guys, like Jumbo Elliott and guys like that. And I mean, there were a lot of big guys. I'm, but, I'm not a betting man, but if I were, but, I, I would have bet he was a lot more than that. He may uh, have been. I don't know, man. But, I mean, but like Nate Newton and all those guys, they were big. Oh, they, Nate they Newton, big. yeah, that's another guy. I mean, he was, yeah, he was. That, but they were also fast and athletic. Larry, you know, and I don't want to wait. How do we get on the Cowboys? But but Larry Allen, we had we had some charity basketball games we would do in the offseason. You know, like players would get together and do things, and Larry would run point guard for us. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Larry's a big dude. That that was a big athlete, big athlete. So so you weren't gonna avoid him when he came around the corner. You, you in his prime? Nah, you. I'm 
you you might as well decide. Like I said, you can end up, you can be a bug on a windshield, or you can go out there and just hey, say I'm gonna throw a hang, I'm, I'm gonna be a grenade, and I'm gonna go out here and blow something up so much so the rest of the boys can come through. Because the thing about that, it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. You don't get a tackle for it. You don't get an assist. All you get is an attaboy from your boys because they know that they couldn't have made that play if you didn't do it. Which is another thing we'll talk about in the yeah. offseason as we go. Why some of these runs happen and why so many things happen. It's because, guys, the way they force the run, um, the way I was taught to force and the way I see some guys, how they play and string things out. It's no wonder guys have so many uh, long runs with these um, with these stretch zones. Just It's just the, it's just the way secondary uh, forces in a lot of situations. But back to whatever we were talking about. Greenlaw, it, I mean, he, he, he blew it up. You got you, you to gotta imagine yeah. in his mind he was thinking, you know, or, or he was thinking maybe back on the game, maybe back on the film session from that Atlanta game and, and you knowing, know that, you know knowing that, okay, we cannot allow, allow this to, to happen, happen again. again. Yes. take him, and, and do you think we were the only ones that said, oh, man, if he had only hit him high? Oh, no. You know? oh, they they had to be him, talking about it in the film you, room as you well. Know that that's something, you know that that's something that they discussed. You know that that's something that was in their minds. It was something that when the next opportunity presents itself and everyone listening, that's what being a pro is. It's taking it, it's, it's taking the lessons that cost you one way or the other and when and when i say that there are certain things about those games that happen that the niners needed to be in they needed to see they needed to experience because you have to have these things happen in moments that matter because then they are imprinted on you and it carries over that was a carryover game and and, and these guys you understand the importance of every little inch you understand of knowing what's happening because everything in that game with Julio against Atlanta. And when we talked about it, I was like, they did everything right. They played the defense perfectly. I, I mean, you, you talk about arriving. I mean, he, the, he got the, there. The second soon, the ball. Yeah, there. As soon as the ball got there. I mean, I mean, all, all contact stops. You, you know what I mean? If, if that play had been, if it had been third and five or you or in the middle of the field or something like that, it, it, he, he squashed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, he he played it perfect, but that's that's the game. But but Greenlaw came in. The backers have just grown up. You know how you know I always say how Fred Warner just hunts wisely. He's just get better and better. I mean, you know, he's your signal caller. He's he's a playmaker. How he's, he's not going a across the board. And then sure, and and then this is something that we have to talk about as far as the secondary. Because I was getting tweets. You know, they need to bench Witherspoon. You know. Kello needs to be, he needs to go down. Now, I was 100% with Kyle um, earlier when we know that E-Man was playing well. Mosley was playing very well, and everyone was like, you know, Kilo shouldn't get back out there. I was 100% with Kyle saying he lost his job to injury. He was playing fine. I want to put him back out there on the field. And this is why. You're going to need both of them down the stretch. Correct? Correct. Correct. So if you if you don't put Witherspoon back on the field, remember he's a young player. He's a young player, and it can mess with a young player that doesn't really get it, doesn't really understand it. Then all of a sudden 
you think they have something. Look, I was planning that. Why did I lose my job? Why did I, why did I get bitched? What, what do they have against me? Because young players don't understand that you don't win a job or lose a job. No one wins a job in the NFL. No one loses a job in the NFL. Opportunities are given and taken. So you will be given an opportunity to be on the field. What you do with that opportunity determines how long you stay on the field. And he, and so the injury coming out, it, it would be hard for him to understand that. So you put him back out there. Why? Because you now can take Eman off the field. So Emmanuel gets to come off the field, and you can justify it to him in a way he understands. Look, Mosley, Witherspoon was the guy. It's his gig. You're, we, we love what you've done. You're going to continue to contribute but we're going to put him back in a starting lineup because that was his spot. You guys went head to head at the, you know, during training camp, you went head to head. And at the end of the day, we determined that we were going to give him this opportunity first. It's his turn. Now it's fine. Let's fast forward. You get off into the season. He comes back. Now, what did I just say about Joe Staley earlier? One of your all pros, you come back, you missed that time. You are a veteran player time off it's hard to get back out there and you got to get yourself back into pace with everyone else and we saw when joe stepped back out there and how hard it was and and he's playing himself and you said you yourself said it it took a few weeks for him to get himself back in into shape and and like he had some rough outings but that's just part of it because everybody else is in football shape and football speed i think joe has gotten himself back to that pace witherspoon again young player He's had some difficulties in some things coming back. The pace of the game, the things that he was doing that he had been consistently doing through the OTAs, through training camp, through the beginning of the season. He stopped doing for a while. And it's shown up on film. We got the majority of of the snaps on, on Sunday, but late they went to E-Man. Yes, they went to E-Man after Witherspoon had had some problems, and that's what I'm saying. So he he they sat him down. Now it's a chance, and and they sat him down, and and this is this is the one one concern, and I tweeted it out at the time. I said, unless E-Man, I'm, I said unless Witherspoon asked to come out of this game, I would not have taken him out, even after um, he gave up that touchdown. Um, yeah, he, he gave up a touchdown. DBs give, give up touchdowns. I don't like the way he played that. Yeah. I mean, because the, the he, technique was, well, yeah, he didn't give himself a chance. If you're going to go up and press a guy, put your hands on him, do something. You did. You didn't mess up the timing. This is Russell Wilson. This is Russell Wilson throwing a, a fade to a receiver in the red zone. How many times do you think they've done that together? Probably, you know, since last, 10, yeah, last this, spring, this dude, this yeah. dude's a rookie. He's a rookie. And I bet he's already done it with him a thousand times. So if you don't disrupt the timing, it's just pitch and catch. You might as well not even be on the field. Seriously, because if you, if you don't touch him, he's just going to just raise up and throw it because the D line can't affect the throw. Um, so you have to affect that throw. It's just it's just understanding the position. But that's, you know, again, it's a young player. You, you have to do something. So there there were some things right there. You, you, he wasn't playing. He, he had given up that touchdown. Now when you take him off the field in that situation, the, the question is, Do is Emmanuel ready 
to come into a game of that importance and make a play because you know they're coming right at him. Sherm's still on the other side. And you risk ruining that player because you're still going to need both of them down the road. Now, what just happened, E-Man came in, and you said there was one play at the end. Well, there were a few plays where they had to get out, get out, and E-Man came up. Yeah, there were a couple times some slips, and they caught a couple balls in front of them, but those don't beat you. Out routes don't beat you. Out routes, slants, they don't beat you. They irritate you. <laughs> you tackle the out, you tackle the slant. That, that, the guys go all crazy when someone calls you. Notice when a guy catches an out on Sherm, what, what does he do? He touches him or he pushes him out of bounds, and he walks back to the huddle. Yeah. You, you don't see him dropping his head or anything. Yeah, people, out routes don't beat you. They irritate you. They, they don't. Uh, there, there, is not, there is not a team, there is not an offensive coordinator, a quarterback, or a wide receiver, for that matter, that will they will get the ball on the 25 and say, let's run out routes all the way down the field. They don't want to do that. They're, they don't have the patience. So it, and the same with slants. People, I, I even hear these announcers like, oh, my God, you know, that was a hell of a, you know, the slant route. And he's killing with the slants. I'm like, no, you know what? You, you you tackle the slant. That's all I'm trying to do. I don't I don't need to stop a slant. Tackle the slant. Because you you cannot continue to run slants all the way down the field. I'll tell you why. Because you're, you're, you're either going to throw a bad ball. We're going to get in the defense. You're going to throw it into a linebacker or a D lineman in the rush zone that's dropping. How many times have we seen that? You're going to get a tip ball because after a while that that um, wide receiver is going to get tired of getting hit by linebackers and safeties when he runs that slant, so you just tackle it. But back to Eman. He came in. Hell of a play in the end zone. You talk about championship plays, right? That was a championship play. That was a home field advantage play where he, not, where, where he came across and had that deflection in the end zone in that situation. Those are the type of plays to get you on the field. And I, I'm okay with it. Be, be, he made that play. My concern was, like I said, you've been on the sideline. You've been doing this. You're thrust into it. You probably hadn't been getting the reps during the week. But guess what? He came in. He made the play. And those are the type of plays that get you on the field. Now, Akilo, Akello, excuse me, he's going to have to make certain that he shores things up. Because I would not be surprised if now it's Emmanuel's turn. As in his job. Uh, yes, as in his opportunity. I would not be surprised moving forward that if it's his opportunity. It's it, Because both of those guys are there for a reason. And, and it's really hard because you can get caught up in the emotion of the game and watching it and like, oh, this guy's getting beaten. Every You're going to give up something. Now the the thing is that you you don't want it to be your fault. Like I say, you can't you can't line up like the second touchdown and just not give yourself a chance. The first touchdown, come on, man. Russell Wilson was being Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. There. There. I, I don't. I don't care. I mean, that was that was Russell. I've seen Sherm get get caught like that. I mean, you're trying to guard a guy. The quarterback is running around. He escapes. You know. He he has this extra time. You have to run around. You know, with with this little jitterbug in the back of the end zone, and and trying to figure out what where he's gonna go, and then Russell throws a dart. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not mad at him about that. This this, but what happens because of the situation, because of the importance of the game, and that's what I that's what I was talking about that first game with Seattle, and the Baltimore Ravens game, 
the Atlanta Falcons game. All you you gotta figure out how to get this stop. Understand the importance. Understand that you can't be the guy. That's what I was taught. Understand as a Niner, the first one of the first things they told me, don't be the guy. We would say it every day. I said it my entire time was there. I heard it all the time. It was just a part of the culture. Don't be the guy. And by that, don't be the guy that screws it up for everybody else. And the only play that you have to make is the play that you have to make. And that's the thing. That's And that's, what, that's that Bill Belichick, do your job. How guys were talking about, that's the way we used to put it. The only play you have to make is the play you have to make. And when it's your turn to make that play, don't be the guy to screw it up for everybody else. Yeah. I don't care about the ones you didn't make. You know, I don't care about, you know, oh, I'm not getting enough catches. Doesn't matter. Catch the ones that come to you. Oh man, I'm not getting I'm not getting I'm not getting any picks. Catch the ones that come to you. You, you said I don't I don't have any picks. I'm they're not putting me in position to make plays. How many how many you dropped this year? Okay. <laughs> Just get, catch the ones that come to you. Don't worry about the ones that don't come to you. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, same, same premise as the whole Belichick do your job thing. Uh, more on this in a sec, but first this from my bookie. Christmas, of course, has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring, although they don't have a bye? Ah. I bet you have a feeling. Make sure you head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? Well, no worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, yes, some footy across the pond. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers lets you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. My bookie like has it. more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Yes, that means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, as in believe, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Get paid, man. I like it. You know, I have never in my life bet on a football game. Well, for <laughs> for a large part of your life, you probably weren't allowed to. So I, I guess that's I, a good I, thing. Yeah, I mean, I've just, you know, I've, I've just never. But I mean, but I'm, I'm just like, like like college or and I've just never bet. Well, yeah. Maybe I should get on this my bookie, man. Come on. Okay, well, why not? Bet win, get paid. And speaking yeah. of of getting paid, Niners, uh, they they they, they were the beneficiaries of. The bye and also uh-huh. home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs. Uh, what did you think? Oh, it's a wrap. It's we- a wrap. We'll talk about that. I'm not even. I'm not even going to get because we have two weeks to talk about what's happening. A bye week, I, I, ED. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm it hasn't been since week four that that they've had a bye. What did What did you think about about the uh, uh, Jimmy G, the quarterback sneak? 
from inside the one. I thought for sure they were going to take a safety there, but I, I thought that that took some 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 serious gonads uh, from Kyle Shanahan to to call that there. I thought maybe you create a little bit of diversion, try to waste some time, run out of the back of the end zone. Um, I, th- I didn't think that I didn't think that was the play. Um, um, why do that? Because that's a long time. Nine seconds is a long time. Nine seconds you know, is a long time. Do yeah. you know how fast guys are on the field? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, so think think about it. How, how, how quickly. Um, well, yeah, as soon as he said nine seconds, I was like, nine seconds. I, I thought yeah, it'd I mean, be. You, you can't, you yeah. can't, you can't run around nine seconds. And I mean, in high school, maybe. You, but you can't run around nine seconds on a, on an NFL field. That's just not going to happen. Think think about it. If a quarterback is back there scrambling for three four seconds, everyone's like he's he's got know, all kind of time. Lifetime. He's got all kind of time to throw it. Yeah. So think about <laughs> nine seconds. It's a lot. It's a lot of time. Yeah. There's 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 no way. There's no way you can run around that. So that right there wasn't. I mean, that was actually a really smart call. Don't don't risk a handoff. Don't risk don't, a handoff. Yeah. Don't risk. Yeah. Don't risk an exchange in that second. So now you only have one person. You know, you the center and the quarterback, and they've been doing it all night long. These are the only people that are going to touch the ball. And now, Jimmy, don't fumble. Whatever you do, don't drop that little brown baby. Ever. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen you drop. So no more ever again this season. Don't drop that little brown baby. And just all you got to do is just fall forward. That's it. Yeah. And so I, I, I like it because you can't throw it because if you overthrow it, then you, you have to worry about um, intentional grounding, all that stuff, clock stop, everything else. I, so yeah, smart. Smart. I think I think everything was done effectively there. And, I mean, that was a game. M- more so what I like about the fact that they went there and got that win, I knew it had to be done. I, I, it's just something that I think this Niners club had to overcome. You had to know that you can go anywhere and win a game. There can be no place. There can be no place in your mind or you can where okay or any team that you have this stigma that you can't beat that gives you just too much trouble if you are going to have a championship mentality. And you needed to do that. The other thing is that the guys and I and this is something I'm going to bring out sorry as ran. Um this is something <laughs> this is something that I thought you know you just think Sean Sean McVay's first year there they went in they played well but remember right at the end of the season they lost the game and they lost that they lost the bye. They had an opportunity to get a bye. Yeah, he sat was, he sat everybody and Yes, yeah. and I was I was I was actually the the Rams pregame announcer. I was the pregame announcer for the Rams at the time. And when asked, what did I think about that? I said, they just lost their opportunity to compete for a championship. And everyone looked at me. They, were like, they couldn't believe I said it. And I said, I'll tell you, I said that right there, losing that game, it's going to cost them. I said, because you have a group of guys that have no idea what they're about to get themselves into. And they were like, well, this is the best team and the best offense and all this stuff. And I said, they have no idea what they're about to get themselves into. And I said, I was like, I don't care if they have a game at home. I said, these guys don't understand that the pace of everything that happens, everything that they've done all year is not about to work. And that's, and that's what that's, and that's what I, I thought hurt them not having that opportunity to see what was going on because it's different, man. It's just, it's a completely different game that you're about to play when you go off into the playoffs everybody there it doesn't matter what has happened 
the Philadelphia Eagles limped into the playoffs. Guess what? They are in the playoffs, and they have a chance to win a Super Bowl, and everybody on that roster knows it. So you 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 can break every trend. There is no such thing as this is what we have to do. This is what we've done all season. It's a new year, and you have to be prepared for that. The Niners getting that by have an opportunity to watch these games, to feel the urgency of what's going on, to look at that film and see the pace and compare what you just saw of, from a from a team the previous week <laughs> to how it is. It's a it's a different level. Every tackle matters. Every catch matters. Every throw, every block, every coach's decision, every piece of film you watch, everything matters. And any edge you can get, you have to get it. Any tell that you have on film, you better self-scout and know it because your opponent is going to know it. And that's what I think this – that's why I wanted them to really get that. get that. Beyond just the faithful getting an opportunity to see it, the players, there are a lot of players on this team that have never experienced that. Thankfully, Jimmy G, he's been there. He hasn't played there, but he's been there. Yeah. And I can already tell that and you you know me, man. I've been for a long time. I've been like, I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about him. Because he's already shown. He 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 learned. I I I say you can't you can learn from the sideline. You can't get better as a player, but you can learn the game and you can learn situations and he's been through all of them you yeah know? yeah we we had joe fan on last week and he talked about you know these the, he well he picked the niners to win one he, he's the seahawks insider for nbc northwest up there in, in seattle uh so he picked the niners to win one he, he also said that um he thought it was gonna be a blowout though we knew better than that yeah, yeah, he he did he did he did mention that, but but he also said he thought that would be game two of three, mm-hmm. and it, it's very quite possible. Um, I I think so too. It's the the, <laughs> the the Niners will play the winner of the uh, Seahawks Eagles, unless the Vikings somehow are able to upset the Saints um, mm-hmm. on Sunday, uh, which. Um, you know, you know, you but, know, uh, from, but, from the start, yeah. man, I've been saying that the Niners were going to have to win a game in Seattle. So you can do it now <laughs> or you can, <laughs> or do, it you can do it in the NFC championship. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that's that's that, that that's kind of what kind of what you're looking at uh, right here. Um, Raheem Mostert, I, I thought he was. I thought he. I feel like he's starting to take hold of this. I mean, it's probably happened already. Um, but I feel like he's he's starting to take hold of this 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 number one tailback spot. Even though Tevin did get the start, yeah. it seems like you know more and more Raheem is getting the bulk of the carries. Um, can I tell you? Who, can I tell you who Raheem reminds me? I was thinking about that today, and uh, not not playing style, not um, you know body type, anything, but just. The way he's had to earn it and do it and getting a coach to kind of look at you and believe in you, it happened a lot sooner for the guy, the name I'm going to mention, but just the way he talks, the way he carries himself, he reminds me so much of Terrell Davis. Mm, TD, yeah. TD, TD was one of those guys that, that 
he was always good, always good, but nobody ever really wanted to say, okay, this guy could be great if given the opportunity. He was always good. TD was about to get cut, and he makes a special team play that got him on the special team. Yeah. But still, it's like, why? You know, he's a six-rounder. He was just like one of those – he was like just nothing was really there until Mike was like – Mike Shanahan was like, okay. Let's give this guy I, a chance. I'm, I, 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 I like this guy. And, and and that's one thing I will say about Mike Shanahan. Mike, if he liked you, he liked you. If you got in his doghouse, good luck. But if, if he liked you, he he was going to stick with you. If he saw something, and, and be that in your play, be that in your mannerisms, be that in your character, that he thought, okay, this is how a winner is built. He was going to give you a shot. And and just and 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 that's it. Radio Raheem, I it's I was just thinking about it. I was like, this guy just seems like if you he just has this unwavering confidence that if you give me the chance, yeah. what did I say? I won't be the guy. Well, I mean, if you, you've he's been like, through Don't be, it. I'm not going to screw it up for you if you give me the chance. You've been through what he's been through, then you've you sort of got to have that unwavering confidence because you, you have to believe in yourself. And so many people have, have doubted you uh, through, throughout the years. And, and TD, that's it's pretty good. Com- I mean, TD was left out in the cold – in college, in a sense, his his he started his college football career at Long Beach State, which yeah. look that up. They don't even have a football program anymore. The, the football program folded, so he's yeah. he's out, you know, searching, and you know somehow he ends up at Georgia, um, and then of course, like you mentioned, you know, just you know had to make his way up through the special teams in Denver. Um, Debo Samuel, he's been getting a lot of carries out of the backfield too. Uh, just the the creativity, the innovate. I don't want to say innovation, but just the creativity. Uh, you heard Chris Collinsworth talk about it a lot during the broadcast, just how so many things look the same, and then you have all these interchangeable parts. Um, and Debo that's runs the, hard. Like Debo, Debo runs yeah. hard. Like Debo looks like a running back when he when he carries the ball, um, coming out He's of the backfield. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know what? That, I, I like what they're doing. You're just finding ways to get the ball into into a guy's hand. Yeah. And and that's what you do. And and, and this right here, it, it really is. It's uh, of course, you have some different formations, but the premise of this offense, it is is West Coast offense in its purest form. You have the you have different bodies in the same in the same areas of the field running the exact same route combinations, and and that's what you you change the personnel, and you'll change your formation. But if you look at it and you put three, four, five plays together you're going to see that everyone ends up in the exact same spots. And that's, and that's why it's so effective because you've worked on these same things and the quarterback and the angles that they have to take, the angles that the linemen have to take, you know, to, to create the blocks and all these things. It's the same thing over and over and over. And because you have the same plays off of it, it, it makes a defense have to look at so many different things and you start to like, well, it can't be the same thing. <laughs> yeah, there's no way it's possible that, it, and it, and it gets you, and that's the thing about that. That's the thing about that offense, and what happens is that these guys are getting touches, uh, but it's not. It doesn't always have to come for a receiver through the air, and that's what we're talking like with Debo. Okay, well, you know, well he, he only had five balls thrown his way this game. Okay, well that's not a lot. 
Well, he also ran the ball another four or five times. And if and now if a receiver had 10 targets, you're going to say, oh, that was a pretty good day, right? Yeah. And see, that's the thing about it. That you have to look at it. I mean, Ricky Waters was that way. I mean, there was one of these things we had to get him to understand. Like, Ricky, he, you know, because you're a running back. And back in those days, you want to be the workhorse running back. And that means I got to get the ball 25 times a game. I was like, well, Ricky, you got to realize, man, you you run the ball 12, 15, 16 times a game. And they throw the ball to you, you know, six, eight, ten times sometimes a game. Yeah, you're getting you're getting your touches. Yeah, and just it, just the five targets for Debo Samuel, but he caught all five of them. Ed caught yeah, all five of them for. What did I say? Catch the ones that come. Catch to the you. ones that come to. You. So he <laughs> he's had three he's had three one hundred yard receiving games in his young career. Two of them have come against the Seahawks. The first one, of course, was on that that Monday night game back in Week Ten, um, where he he kind of had that coming out party of sorts for him. It took him eight catches to get one hundred twelve yards that night. Just five catches for one oh two. Uh, on Sunday night, um, Niners got it done, man. Defense made the stop that they needed. Yeah, they secure home field advantage throughout these playoffs and the number one seed. They go up to the Pacific Northwest and silence the crowd up there, winning for the first time up there in that building since 2011. Um, I like it. So huge, huge, huge win. Uh, who are they going to play in the playoffs? Well, we'll we'll I break we'll break down I some of the care. the possible opponents later on in this week. Um, we may also have another list for you. You might have a list for you. We'll we'll go over some of our top moments from this season. Uh, Ed and I will give you our our list from our for for our top moments from this this past regular season, and of course, yeah, that's it. hopefully, yeah, have plenty that's plenty. And more you know what we should do. Come. You know what? We have we have some lists that we want to talk about. Should we just open it up to the listeners as well to like just send us out some tweets or something like like maybe something they want us to break down? We can do or, that, or, or we just discuss. That. We, I mean, you we, know, we we we've gotten some pretty good tweets, so we can we can definitely yeah. open it. We can definitely yeah. open it up. The faithful are very very knowledgeable, and of course, we appreciate. I I I agree. I like it. Has always gotten me when people try to get on the Niners fans, and I was like, guys, you you know what? I don't even want to talk to you because. I'm sorry. It's a sports town. It's a sports area. It's a sports region. People understand ball. You know, if you want to, if you want to talk to Niners, you you gotta you gotta really know what's going on. It don't come up with some just just the crazy nonsense. But you know, every now and then I'll get I'll get somebody that's just going off straight emotion. <laughs> and I try to and I try to calm them down and let them know, okay, not with your heart. With you know, you can't do. It. You gotta do it with your head, not your heart. Yeah. So, you know, but but yeah, so so if there's if there's a if there's a list or something you want us to get into, let us know. We'll open we'll open it up to them. We'll we'll do that if they if they actually come with some gold standard questions and gold standard lists for us. Yeah. Well, I mean they got to be gold they got to be gold blooded. They got to be gold blooded. Absolutely. On, on, on a, a a a frosty night up in the Pacific Northwest, it was pina colada time yeah buddy nfc west champions the west was won with a defensive stop and kyle shanahan showing some major cojones having uh jimmy g won that quarterback sneak from inside the one yard line so we'll be back later this week we'll we'll take a look at maybe some of the potential uh potential opponents for the niners uh in in the divisional round and we'll also give you our moments 
from our top moments from this season. Hey, happy new year, ED. Happy new year, big dog. Hey, man, you know what? Happy Niner year. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like All it. Right. So he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. We'll see y'all later this week. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We'll see y'all later. Happy new year. Peace. Everyone has a favorite photo. Now you can turn yours into canvas wall art at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com will print your photograph on a handcrafted custom canvas at the size of your choice. They combine the latest technology and environmentally friendly inks to produce canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. And they guarantee their work for life. Maybe that's why six of the country's top 10 hotel chains choose Canvas World. Their prices are a fraction of what you'd pay elsewhere. And it's easy. Just upload your photo, choose a size, and you're done. They'll even digitally retouch your photo absolutely free. Place your order at canvasworld.com today and save 35%. Plus, get free shipping when you enter promo code photo at checkout. Get big Canvas prints at big savings at canvasworld.com and save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code photo at checkout. Check out. Order yours today at canvasworld.com. That's canvasworld.com, where photos become art. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.